Hello and welcome to the Kosh. I am your host, Timber Smith, and the Kosh is a podcast that spotlights people who have had an association with Oshkosh or the surrounding Fox Cities area. Uh, Kosh listeners, how are you doing out there today? Um, once again, you know, you know what I'm going to say. It is a great Saturday morning. Uh, well, it could be great er. I don't think uh, if we could get a little bit of sun. It's a little dreary today. I don't know how I feel about it. But this morning, we're going to kick it off very different. And I'm, I'm pretty excited about this because if you uh, listen to one of the past episodes, more recent past episodes, uh, we were we were blessed to have had uh, Tom Cannon, our poet laureate for the city of Oshkosh. And Tom... You know, I, if you you know you know me. If 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 you're on and I can ask for something, I'm gonna ask. So I totally was like, "Hey, Tom, can we get a poem?" And he was like, "Yeah, I can do that." And guess what? He delivered. So we have a poem. So I'm actually going to read this poem, and hopefully, I do it justice. And I apologize in advance for uh, any stumbling and slaughtering and uh, and. Respect to Tom. I'm, I'm going to do this, Tom. Okay, so the poem is called The Kosh. Oshkosh has it all, a wedding venue in a bank or in a mall, a neighborhood bar or two where you can throw back a few. Our city is working class. It can dress up or be posh. Let's talk about an impasse on the podcast The Kosh. Oshkosh has a storied past to share. Oshkosh has a storied past to share a yarn on Timber's podcast. You'll play the word association game, and what Oshkosh needs is your proclaim. If you have a grievance, you can complete this sentence. What in the world is going on with the person to tell is Timber Smith. Here's your chance to discuss or uncover an Oshkosh hidden gem. Or a local place you need to rediscover, it's Wisconsin, so it won't be locale. But on Oshkosh, on, but on the Kosh, get the 441. But on the Kosh, get the 411 on eating locale. Call out a villain to condemn. Most guests don't focus on the zeros, but name one of our Fox Valley's heroes. If your conversation muscles are limber, then invite yourself to talk to Timber. Have a conversation on the Kosh podcast. You'll be amazed how the hour will go fast. Woo! Thank you, Tom. We appreciate that. I'm going to post that on the um, the website and also on the Facebook link. Um, we're blessed. Hey, we're going big time, y'all. We, we got a poem <laughs> for the Kosh. Okay, but... Now, without any further ado, you already know, I have an amazing guest as always, and this week's guest is Ralph Harrison. Ralph, how are you doing? Great, great. Nice seeing you. Finally getting down here. It's kind of exciting. <laughs> this is true. Uh, Ralph and I uh, used to run past each other quite often during the herd games, and, and he was like, hey, Timber, I want to be on the cash. I was like, okay, Ralph, no problem. 
hey, Timber, I want to be on a cosh. I was like, we're going to make that okay. happen. Yeah. And we finally did. Yes. Finally yeah. got a chance to make it happen. Her, but we got her, yeah. That's right. But you know what? Uh, Ralph was also busy, busy, busy out there connecting with the people in our community, campaigning. And, and he is super connected to the community is what I can say. Yeah, I just I just enjoy it here. It's just it's great. Uh, um, I came here back in 1969 from college. I'm from Rochester, New York, which is crazy. It's a long way home, but I played football and I wanted to play football for the Titans. And Russ Young was here, so they asked me to come out here. So I came out here, went to school here, um, went about two years, played football, um, but I just wanted to get to work. And my first job, which is kind of interesting, is at Shakey's. Oh. And if you remember the Soobly Boys, they were running around at that time. You know what? I loved Shakey's. Oh. Shakey's is fantastic. Oh. That place oh. was a good time, and their pizza was good. Oh, it was great, and uh, it was a fun time. I had pork chop sideburns and, you know, what? that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. And Not the pork chop sideburns. Yeah. It, it was fun times, you know. It was kind of a good time to be out there. And you remember they had those big pitchers of beer and soda and that. But that was my first job, and I really liked it there. But it was cool because the uh, the uh, the kids were running around. The Supa kids were running around. Little little I know that they would have all these different places right now afterwards. Oh, yeah. So that was cool. And, and that, that was 52 years ago. And then my first, whoa. my next job after Bruh. that was, yeah, whoa. Uh, <laughs> then I went and I worked in the car business. And I've been 52 some years in the car business, uh, starting out with Dahl Ford. And I did work for Berksham's. Finally, it seemed like every place I was at, Berksham was buying it. So sooner or later, I got there, you know. Um, but, uh, <laughs> that, but yeah, they do seem like it's hard to find a car lot that's not associated right. with Berkstrom, right? And it was good. And uh, and I liked the car business. It was always good to me. I had a good time. I had five boys. Um, lived in town here all the time. I love five, wait, wait. Five boys? Five boys. Yep. <laughs> Seriously? Whoa. Okay, that that sounds like an empty fridge. <laughs> yeah, we were always trying to get girls, but it just never happened. So never happened. No, so um, it was kind of a joke about that all the time. But you know, uh, but it, it was it was good. We like Oshkosh. Um, I played a lot of sports. I love playing baseball. I love being part of the community. Um, so that's kind of a little bit about me. I just like giving back. It's you know, after you've been in the carpets for fifty some years, and I was associated with the arena, which. There's another story I'll tell you about sometime that's exciting. Um, and uh, I just like to give back now. So, you know, you get to a certain point in your, your years that you say, uh, you know, it's time to give back to people. You know, time to do something. So now that's where I'm at a stage right now. So, Well, let me ask this. Uh, Ralph, are you retired? Because you sure don't seem like it because I see you everywhere. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's just uh, saying. No, that's true. That was kind of like a joke. I, I worked uh the last uh, 10 years at Holiday and Fond du Lac as one of their managers for the used car department. But every time I decided to retire, Mike, the owner, said, no, we got to find something else for you. We don't want you to leave. So it's kind of a joke that I took eight times to retire. Bruh. Seriously, eight? Yeah, yeah. My boss finally said, you're worse than Brett Favre, you know, because <laughs> you just don't go away, you know. Um, oh, my God, that's so good. Uh, it, it was always uh, fun. And then uh, I think, well, they gave me two or three retirement cakes, and then they said they weren't going to give me no more cakes. They're all done with cakes. You know? no. And I laughed a little, but it wasn't about the cakes. I just, let, you know, when you when you get involved in something, you put one foot in, but you can't just do half it. You got to do it all or don't do it at all, and that's kind of what happened to me. So I got back selling cars and helping other guys and doing training, and I just wanted some time off. But I didn't realize I would still get deeper in other stuff and community stuff. So that's where I'm at now. You know, uh, I'm retired, but... I love volunteering. Celebration Lights was the first time this year I had done. That was really great in the park. I don't know if you didn't see that. That was amazing. 
Um, I do EAA was the first time this year. Um, I do security on the side. I have star security in town. I try to do events like what well, used to be uh, Country USA, Rock USA, Mile of Music, if you remember all that. Um, the library I do, the Grand Theater, we, uh, and the amphitheater here, the Leech. Um, there's so many different things there. Um, and I just I just like to get involved in stuff. The farmer's market. I'm really into the farmer's market. That's another exciting oh, thing. I love the farmer's market. Oh, like that, just, uh, that's just um, something really special that we have here. Oh, it, it is because Michelle that runs it, you know, through the pandemic, we survived where a lot of other places in Appleton, Madison, couldn't keep it going. She found a way to keep it safe. The numbers were down because people are back in their house, but there was more people out and it was continually. And that was kind of good because people look forward to that, you know, getting their, their, their EBT tickets or their little coupons to get some extra foods to buying the, the farmer's product, a little novelty stuff. So she kept it going. That was kind of exciting, and that's a big part of downtown. It's probably one of the biggest events that kept going all year. Yeah. It never took a break. So, Well, I think during that time period, uh, with the understanding like that being outside was about your best option, yeah, like yeah, people yeah, were definitely yeah. just trying to find ways to get outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and it's, you know, it, it was just nice to get away. You know, we were in cooped up. It was always... I was always at uh, the uh, Menards and all those places. I never seen so many people did remodeling in that time. I, did. Hey, <laughs> I totally did. Uh, this is the fruit of my remodeling during COVID. Yeah. And uh, the cash listeners know because uh, we talked about it as I went through it. And it was something. Oh, yeah. Remodeling is... is <laughs> It's it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you learn how to do it a little bit, but then like, oh my God, it's a bigger project than I thought it was. Right? Oh no no no! Yeah, I, not, I'm not. not no, I hire people. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's okay. how that's okay. how uh, yeah. you keep a happy a happy yeah, wife, happy okay. life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you hire yeah. people. Yeah. My wife always thought we could cut corners and do it ourselves, but no, it's, I have never had a project that wasn't. It was easy. They're all hard. So I can understand and appreciate what people go through to do it in their job. And that's why you hire them. You know what? <laughs> it's hard to hire people. Oh, you, yeah, know, you, know, yeah. you know, that's not even an easy thing. People no. think like uh, being what I will call your own contractor, uh, even that, because yeah. if it goes wrong, who do you blame? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, got to yeah. blame yourself. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> so. I got you there. No. Uh-uh. All right. Um, well, you know what? I normally would ask, uh, tell us about yourself <laughs> and uh, what's okay. your connection to the city of Oshkosh, but you've taken care of oh, that. Uh, is there anything else you want to share, Ralph? Um, no, I guess uh, I get the thing that's kind of cool about Oshkosh that, that I like a lot is that, you know, I'm from New York, which is, and I go home every once in a while, every four or five years to see everybody, but it's hard to find everybody again. Yeah. But I can leave here two or three years from Oshkosh, come back, and people are right there just as friendly as they were before. They're very kind, um, that kind of stuff. And the other thing I saw that was recently, my, my kids all went to the University of Oshkosh, and okay. they graduated from there, and they Ooh. love it. But it was always kind of funny because when they were here, they said, as soon as I get out of town, I'm gone. Yep. And they go out of town. But if you look in town, there's a lot of local businesses right now. The kids came back. Yeah. I played a lot of baseball with their parents, and the kids were gone, were leaving. They all came back. I mean, you know, like places like Beckett's, uh, places uh, the Gibson now. There's a lot of places downtown. The kids came back and gave back to their community, which gets to show you how Oshkosh is so warm and welcoming, and it's a nice place to be. And I'm glad to see that everybody's coming back to it. Um, oh, yeah. Um, what I would say is like this region, because we see it in Appleton a lot. Um, in this region, it's the boomerang, as we call it, the boomerang. Uh, <laughs> people leave in their 20s mm-hmm. to go uh, find themselves or do whatever, you know, to check it out, uh, uh, chase careers, professional dreams. But uh, 
when they have those, when they start building their family and having right. children and stuff, this, this comes back and it seems like a pretty appealing option when you start looking at your uh, quality of life for cost of living and being close to your friends and safety and school system. I mean, there's just a lot of things that, you know, even though you need to go on that adventure and figure it out and God bless, hopefully you can do well on your adventure, figuring it out and expanding your horizons. Uh, sometimes the answer was always right under right, your yeah, nose. Right. And it's just, it's warm again. And you come back and your friends are here too. A lot of my, my sons that came back and now they're hanging around with their friends doing things with them. And um, they were big into sailing over at the Oshkosh Yacht Club there. So they love sailing. So that was kind of fun too. But that's another thing. Uh, being surrounded by the water, oh, is a, gosh, this is a yeah. gift. Yes. Okay. Well, we're going to jump into segment one. Segment one is what in the world is going on with. That's where you start with the phrase what in the world is going on with, and you finish with what's on your mind. So, um, I guess the shortage, uh, shortage of people to work and to volunteer. Um, this last few years, I've been doing a lot of volunteering. There's a lot of organization. I think you and I could go 30 hours and do a half an hour here and there, and we couldn't cover every, you know, there's tons of stuff out there. Um, but I think volunteering is really important to give back to your community. There's different groups that need it. There's a lot of different activities that can't continue because they don't have the volunteers to do it. Or, or you see an event that's canceled because they didn't have enough people. Um, and the shortage of jobs. I, I've been trying to figure that out. You know, you know, some people give an excuse because they had that free money for a period of time that that was it. But that wasn't it, it. it. And you know, I, I students, I know they got to work because I was a student. I couldn't just go to school. I had to have a job or two. We had to do stuff. So just where did so did was there that many of us baby booners to get out? Yes. <laughs> you know, it had to be because I just feel bad because there's plenty of stuff to do. Uh, if you remember a while back, they were even talking about the government was going to raise the minimum wage to 15 didn't have to do it because everyone's doing it already 15 18 19 well if you don't you're not getting you're workers. not getting any workers but i just feel bad that there's between volunteering and between um you know different jobs there's things to do you know um and again you know sometimes that goes into you know we have poor community we got to find a way to help them in some of these jobs too there's a lot of, but that gets me because there's a lot out there we just got to find a connection to everything um yeah i it's, of course, like most things, I think it's way more complex. Yeah. Um, and there's just certain things that we just have to acknowledge. And, you know, I think people try to find quick answers, quick, simplified answers. And the answers when it comes to people are never that simple. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we don't have people. And that's really what it is. And what, you, what people have to look at is the fact that we've been on a decline uh, population-wise for a while. And then the boomers are retiring like as fast as it gets. Um, and they were a large part of the workforce, but they didn't reproduce themselves. So then you're having this large portion of the people pull out. And then you have our youth and what their expectation for uh, how they want to work is different. And the job market, we're in this transitional place where they got options and they're not settling. And I don't blame them for no, that. No, right. um, no, you know, so they've, there's just, and then we also have to acknowledge the fact that we, a lot of people passed. We lost a lot of people. Yes. Yep. A lot of people passed. Yep, yep. Um, I, I, and they're still passing. Right. Um, and so there's something to that also is we do have to acknowledge the fact that like, 
that we just went through a pandemic and a lot of people did right. pass. So I there's there's a number of answers. It's not a one shot answer for it. Um, and I think we have to come to the terms that that what the future of the workforce is going to look like is going to be different. Right. We have to we have to yeah. we have to figure it out. It's going to be different. But if you look on the flip side of what everybody's the housing, the housing they're building houses like there's no tomorrow right now. They're also now apartment buildings. There's a lot of different companies coming to town. In fact, that in that Pioneer area that we're talking about, they're doing uh, not a lower-priced uh, rentals, a little bit higher, a little quality, because they figure there's more people coming. They're going to want better jobs and our opportunities. So there's a lot of building going on. You know, where are these people got to come from someplace? So we're, but, we're encouraging people to come here, I well, think. Actually, what I think is happening with housing is this. Uh, there's a transition for what you need for housing because more people are working from home. So what you need is a better situation to work from home with. And what we would do is because you could you could do your house, but your house was never set up to be your place of business also. And now people are like, okay, I need that extra room. I need that extra space. I need this extra place to put in a place where I can do conferences and meetings and stuff like that. Um, the biggest demand right now in the workforce is the ability to be uh, to be able to be virtual some of the time. And that changed what the demand of the house is. So you might have had one house and you might have had a room for each kid. But now if you didn't have a room or a space to really set up a computer setup or a business setup, uh, you need that now. And so right. I just think the reevaluation of what the needs are, um, because there's going to be less places that actually have brick or mortar locations um, where they're going to, they don't need to run their business like that. And they no. don't need their staff to come in. No, My daughter true. actually yeah. runs for, uh, works for a place right now um, where majority of her, uh, the staff is all virtual, virtual. across okay. the country. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And uh, so that means, you know, where she I thought she'd be out in their mm -hmm. in their offices. She's home probably about um, three to four days a week. Yeah. And that changed. So yeah. in well, the expect. And so now, you know, if I'm doing a day a week or two yeah. days a week yeah. and she's home three or four days a week, we need an office space. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. I'm one of my sons. He works at Mercury and he's in their office. He hasn't been there for a year. I think he gets one day a week in there. And now his wife is also working from home and raising four kids. Right. Um, so there's a lot. So you need a little more room in the remodeling and fixing up a little bit there. So, yeah, you're right about that. Um, it's just that it, I'm still I'm still always pushing more volunteering, too, more. Because you know, I deal with the older people, I guess. But I still see a lot of the, uh, the younger people are looking for stuff. And they're, they're still trying to figure it out. You're right like that. But... Um, I just hope it turns because there's a lot of great opportunities and things going on. And, uh, and now that I'm with the, uh, the County, the, the wall is just full of different opportunities now. So I just hope that I hope it turns. I hope we get more people. Um, the other thing I noticed too, is uh, with a lot of things that are going on here now in town, the people that are brand new to come here, love the place. They can't believe all the stuff going on. Um, but the people that lived here kind of take it for granted. And that's one of my things that on my campaign I was pushing that we need to appreciate what we got. This is because we yeah. got a ton. And that's another topic. But that's we do. We do have a lot here. I agree wholeheartedly. It's yeah. different um, to truly appreciate Oshkosh. Uh, you've had to have lived somewhere else to understand what you have. Right. Um, 
because I think it's easy. And that's part of the boomerang, right? What we were yeah. just previously yeah. talking about where uh, people come back because um, they go out and they go on their adventure and, and they figure out, oh, okay, like where I moved to or where I'm at isn't offering everything that was where I came from. And, um, you know, then you realize what you're missing and then you might find your way back. Right. And you're right in Oshkosh, you're right in the middle of everything. You don't go out that far to go to Milwaukee, head to Green Bay, head to Appleton. Uh, there's just a lot of opportunity. We're right smack in the middle of it. So, Oh, yeah. yeah. That used to be one of my big pitches for uh, new students for UW Oshkosh. Yeah. All right. My what in the world is going on with is uh, what in the world is going on with all the construction near campus? Uh, it's something else. Now, let me tell you why. <laughs> I understand that in Wisconsin, uh, construction is one of the many seasons that we do have here, along with our uh, four different uh, springs and our seven different uh, falls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but in construction season is probably the most consistent season we have in Wisconsin. But did you have to tear it all up at the same time? I feel like everything, like the whole thing is tore up. Well, so, I the university is like a zigzag going through everything. It's just crazy like that. Oh, yeah. And now I'm like, I I just, it used to be, I used to love driving through it because, uh, you know, UW, UW Oshkosh is home for me. And, um, but now, mm-mm. No, no, I'm, I'm no. driving around because it, it, I've made the mistake of going and like, whoa, can't do that. No, no you go down one road you, yesterday I could go through, but now I can't. I got to go this way and then back over to this way. Um, and how how the students do it? I mean, just us driving through the students got to be going. You know, you got to place a find a place to park. You got to get to your class. You got to get past a dump truck. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on there. But I mean, I, yeah. that being said, I do know they need it right yeah. now, and that's serious. It so must have been because it was nice out. The weather started out nicer. That remember that one seventy whatever day that maybe they thought, okay, now we're going to start doing all this, but. They started with one little road. The next thing I know, the whole thing is kind of back and forth. What I'm hoping is that what it's really saying is it's going fast. Oh, you know, if well, they're tearing yeah, it up yeah. fast, hopefully they're fixing it just as fast. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's going to be great because that road, the, a couple of them roads are pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. they did, Even they, at slow speeds, it was bad. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It was yeah. needed, and yeah. I'm not quite sure that's what they're doing it for. I, I think okay. it had to do with probably um, some steam pipes and energy efficiency yeah. across yeah. campus and but getting new roads out of it isn't going to hurt good, anything. no no that's good stuff yes yeah. all right so on to the next segment next segment is word association this is where i say a word and you tell me what's on your mind ralph so we always start off with food oh i love spaghetti or macaroni um I, I love anywhere i can go for that i gotta have my spaghetti first i ask the next is spare ribs Oh, my God, love spare ribs. It's hard to find some real good spare ribs that will kind of just peel off. Most of them are, like, warmed up, and I don't like them. Um, but I, I like that. And then coconut shrimp at, oh. for, at over at Fratello's. Oh, I love that stuff. I go there just for the snack. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's big for me. How about you? Fratello's. I'm a, look, I'm a fan of Fratello's, but it's about those chicken strips uh, coated oh, in the Captain oh, Crunch. Like, yes, I remember when, when it first opened, uh-huh. and I was a student, and, like, that was the thing. Like, we make tree truck it down there uh, to go have those chicken strips because those by far and they're still one of my favorites 
Um, and they but, brought back those mojo potatoes. Remember those? Yeah. The shreds they had from way back in the shaky days. Oh, they had those there. Oh, they brought those, those back? Are, yep, yep. I haven't gone there in a while. Okay. Um, but it is one of my favorite places, one of my favorite venues to go watch sports at uh, in that field house. Uh, but I do want to have the conversation a little bit more about spaghetti because, look, spaghetti is done many, many different oh, ways. Yes. How do you like your spaghetti? Uh, I like it uh, with meat sauce, good meat sauce. But most of the time, the noodles are good. Spaghetti noodles, I love it with the um, uh, masacholi noodles. They'll create them, the little longer ones. I love the meat sauce on it, nice good meat sauce, and two to three meatballs. Got to okay. have those. I was I wondering if you were going to put in the meatballs. Oh, like Some people those, yeah. do meatballs, yeah. some people don't do meatballs. I mean, that's a meal in itself with those meatballs are huge, but usually I'm an Italian. So we had that in our family and every Sunday that was it, it was a four course meal, but the spaghetti was there. So I always look for it and I can't remember exactly. There was a place in town that used to be a really nice uh, Italian restaurant. I think it's where Verb Credit Union is built. It is. Yeah. Uh, Was it Vitali's? Vitali's. Yeah. Oh, and we, I used to die to go there. That was such a great place, but now it's kind of hard. They don't really have it as a main thing on their menu. It's always other stuff creative. So, so I look for that spaghetti. Um, um, There's the place over there by the movie theater. Um, Um, I know you know uh, what I'm talking about. It's the, Oh yeah, um, yeah. It's a, yeah. <laughs> it, it's not the name's not coming to me right at this moment, but I uh, like their food. Yeah, it's straight across there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now I got it'll come to me. And shoot, you know, I have, when you get older, you get the Rolodex. <laughs> I go through them all before. <laughs> yeah, I, you, I yes, my Rolodex has come sooner in life than uh, I wanted. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, it's just crazy how that is. But you're always thinking. But anyway, yeah. All right. Uh, see, my the reason I say spaghetti is because uh, like my dad makes this amazing spaghetti and no one can figure out how he does it. Shout out to pop. Uh, But it's all about, he does it where he doesn't do meatballs. It's the sauce and the meat and the meat is really fine and it sticks to the noodles and it's just, Just it is, it's perfect. Right. And he does it and no one knows how to make it. And he won't tell nobody. (laughs) Isn't that how people do it? Yeah. If it's that good, they ain't going to tell you. (laughs) No, no, not at all. All right. Cocktail or beer? (sighs) Well, I'm a Corona man. Uh, I love Coronas. I like testing all the local beers, but I got a couple stories that will tell you that. First of all, when I worked at Holiday, we used to always go out to to, uh, have a couple of drinks and 10 to 20 people at the, uh, from the dealership. And I, I would have Corona and I could have two, three or four Coronas be fine with me. I get home. My wife says, I thought you said you were out drinking. I said, I was, you don't even smell like it. So from then on, I always drink Corona because it doesn't smell. (laughs) 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 And I don't get a hangover the next day. Now, when I worked at the arena for that couple years there, I would try all that craft beer. There's a lot of alcohol in them buggers. And I'd have two or three, and I was a little more tipsier, you know. But I love them. But there's a, and they hit glass. different. Oh. Yeah, they hit oh. different. You know, from the herd games, you get mm-hmm. there, you get two or three, and then they cut you off at third quarter. <laughs> no more for anybody. Cut you know? yourself off. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So you know, and I and I like a couple of my friends. We always like to go to different craft places. I don't know if you ever seen. They have these fifty-two uh, deck of cards, and there's a brewery for everywhere in the state of Wisconsin. No. And Kevin and we go to those places and we punch one. You get one free and stuff. It's kind of cool, you know, to do that. But All and right. there's tons of them here too. So. All right, Ralph, you gotta you gotta hook me with one of these deck of cards because okay. I don't know about this. Oh, I gotta say, but it's really cool. But then you get to see all the different breweries around the state, and so we try it everywhere we can to find a brewery that has something different. Or 
and where do they come up with the names of the drinks? You know, beat my dog, you know, <laughs> throw my wife out of the house. You know, where, where do, who's thinking of all that? <laughs> uh, look, uh, anyway, why not? Yeah. Why not? Okay. Uh, streaming. That's confusing to me. Okay. You know, um, my wife, we have cable in our house and everyone is different. You buy one service, it's different. It comes in differently. The, and streaming, I, I could not figure out streaming. A lot of my friends don't have cable. They just have streaming. Right. So I haven't figured that thing out at all. You know, um, we, uh, I had one cable service. I'm not saying which one. And then I went to another one and they couldn't do it because they had to buy certain TVs. So I haven't figured out the streaming. It's frustrating to me, but I love watching lots of movies. Okay. Uh, so what are we watching? Um, I like action. I like action ones. Uh, right now we're, we're watching the series for the Ozark. Okay. And, but they tease you. They get it going. The whole series goes. You get excited. Now there's like a delay. Mm. We're waiting to find out what happens, at, what happens after that. Um, and then my wife likes to watch comedians. We try to find some different comedians on there um, oh. and, and try to series. And people tell us about series or watch a series. Um, but we have our favorite 911, the police shows or the fire shows or some of the comedies good. But some of the old ones are still good. Like, you know, I mean, they're, they're just, there's a lot of stuff to watch. There is a <laughs> you lot. You don't of need stuff. to go out anymore. You can do it right from home half the time. Well, the beauty of uh, the beauty of streaming for me is uh, the aspect of on demand. Like you're not forced to watch what the yeah. the network wants you to watch. You right. can watch what you want right. to watch when you're right. ready to watch it. So you can right. press that button and start streaming, and and you're good to go. Yeah, and we're playing with it now. I mean, who needs six TVs? We got six TVs in our house. It's like what the heck, you know? But we watch sports. We watch different events. We take a TV outside and watch it at our pool area so oh, okay. you know try to do all that stuff especially the last couple of years you know you're more by home a lot so you're you're doing things with friends closer to home and that's true you're finding out about all these things so i didn't know about much of them except for just turning on and off regular cable so <laughs> i'm learning i'll tell you well i'm gonna tell you uh from everything you've shared with us ralph i don't know how you have any time to watch tv anyway because you're busy uh, <laughs> i know it's just crazy stuff that's all i know but yeah shop local Oh, uh, that's that's another campaign I, I'm on. Um, remember, I told you before that a lot of people come here brand new and love what's here. And I think sometimes the people that are here, we forget what we have, and we should shop local. There's a lot here, and we need to kind of revisit some of these places or events or activities or things that we have. Um, so, to me, um, the, you know, between the different um, events that they have, the amphitheater is another one. The Leech Theater. Yes, I mean they use it. But only you use it for Waterfest, which is a great event. I love doing that. No, there's a lot of stuff that happens yeah. over there. But it, uh, yeah, a lot of people don't know about it, I guess, or something, because they ask me all the time, how come they're not using it more? Oh, no. It, it's yeah. someone who lives here yeah. and hears it. Oh, that's oh yes, yeah, right. It's right in your neighborhood. Yeah, it's right here, right. <laughs> yeah. We hear it. There's okay. No, they have stuff there all okay. the time. There's okay. movies where neighborhood oh, movies yeah. and all the kids can come. They show yeah. kids shows. There's yeah. smaller concert venue type things mm -hmm. where music things are done i mean you yep. actually it gets used all the time and mm -hmm. also um i'm not going to tell you but that might be where i like to go fishing uh ah, don't get oh. no ideas out there cash <laughs> uh, listeners yeah. but it yeah. might be near where i like to go fishing so uh, like the venue gets used quite a bit okay. um i'm not sure at the marketing reach on the things that are happening, but everything yeah. that I ever see happen there, there's people there. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Not yep. as big as uh Waterfest, of no. course, but no. it does get utilized probably a lot more than people know. And I just happen to know because Got this is my neck of the yeah, woods. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. Yes. Okay. Um, diversity. 
that's an interesting one. Um, um, I guess for, for me, it, it seems like when I first think about it, it, it seems like people are putting us in groups. And I don't want to be in groups. I, I, I came here in 1969, the year before was the riots in town here. And I was an out-of-state student, so, of course, my tuition went up. But the thing is, I've seen a lot of growth here, but it shouldn't divide us in groups. We all should be able to get along and get to know each other's background, what we're doing, our, our, our issues. Or I think we need to get closer to each other. Instead, I think sometimes the first reaction is to put us in groups and, and put us against each other instead of putting us all together so we know more. We need to know more about each other. We need to know more about what we've gone through, what we did. And you can sit there and say you know what they go through. Nobody knows what everyone goes through. So you need to go. Um, I came out in New York, and it, I had tons of friends. We hung around, we did stuff. So I never saw that until I came here a little bit. And, and now I'm seeing more people come out in more different groups. Um, I think if I remember right, Unfortunately, at the time when they had the riots, there was something about some group there, if I remember right before. So um, I think we come a long way, but I, I think we need to get closer to each other, know a, more about each other. Uh, what year was the, what year are the, the riots? I think it was 67 or 68, yeah, if I remember, I, in Dempsey I, Hall or something. If I remember yeah, right. no, that was, um, was that right? Or that not? was, uh, I want to say it was, there is a term for it, and I want to say it's Black Thursday. Okay. Um, and that's where they basically suspended expelled it was 97 expelled 97 uh african-american students from the university because mm -hmm. they went into the chancellor's office and made demands as far as curric curriculum and expectations of things because um they were being denied things right. that they were supposed right. to get get right yeah um like their food tickets yeah okay that yeah, that, that makes no sense. I don't know where common sense and stuff like that. Uh, well, it was it was just one of those oh, yeah. things. The the you know um, the university itself. Well, it's just the region. The region was ready, but if you have this university here and it's a public university, mm -hmm. and uh, everybody wants to further their lives and get an education, um, mm -hmm. with the university is going to come diversity. Do it. Yes. Yes, it should come. It should yeah. be. You want well, you welcome it. I mean, why would you? You're I supposed mean, to, to welcome yeah, it. I know, but I mean, it's just the first reaction is, oh, I'm not sure why. I mean, it doesn't make any difference. They should welcome it, period. Um, I think, and I like what you're saying. I like what you're saying and the fact, like, uh, it is a matter of getting to know each other, And but I think one of the bigger issues that tends to happen um, is people people get in their silos and they don't even realize they're in their silos and mm -hmm. silos is a real easy thing that ends up happening siloing. So like it starts with you and your partner, right? And mm -hmm. you have your silo yeah. and you have a child and yeah. how you decide to bring up your child creates a silo. And then where you send them to school is going to be a bunch of people that look like you think like you. So that's a yeah. silo. And then where yeah. you, what you decide to do professionally um, mm -hmm. is going to be a bunch of people that look like you and think like you. So that's another silo. And mm -hmm. then um, where you decide to worship is a bunch of people that look like you and act like you and think like you. So that's another silo. So after a while, you've put so many layers onto your silo of life. Mm -hmm. You forget there's a lot of difference out there. And right. you think what you constantly are looking at has to be right. But you just haven't realized you're siloed. And that there's, there's not a right or a wrong. Oh. It's just difference. Different. And and it doesn't make it right or wrong. It just makes it different. And so I always say the number one thing that can be done to, to get rid of some of the things around here is you got to change up 
change up your life. You need to bring in people, break bread with different people. You need different neighbors, neighbors that don't look like you or do the same things that you do. You need to work in a place where there's different people that don't look like you or think like you. Um, that's the only way that you figure it out. It's what happens in the military. The military takes everybody and throws them together. together right. oh, yeah. And guess what you figure out? Yeah. Get along. No, we're all the same. same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Sure. At the end of the yeah. day, there's not really, we may eat something a little different. We may talk a little different. But what our basic wants and needs for what we want for our families and our children um, and what we think about um, how we would like a nice job and affordable living and stuff, it's the same. There's right. just just these little identity things that make difference. Right. But those are the things people tend to focus on. Right. And so I'm with you. Okay. Yeah, we just I think you just got to get to get in their shoes or know what they're about. You you need to get more involved like you said and and change your friends. I mean, you know, their friends are the same friends you've had all the time but and they have a different attitude, but how do you know? I've always been no matter what anyone ever said about anything, I want to know myself and know and get involved, talk to people, be a part of thing, church, whatever you want to be a part of, a groups so that's what you get as first start I think we all have to do. Yeah, and and well, you, you due to the fact that you've been in the car sales business yeah. for fifty some years, look, you got to know people, oh, all sorts uh, of people, oh, yeah. and, all, <laughs> all different kinds of people, and in all right. different situations. Yeah. And so, like uh, yeah. you, whether you want it to be or yeah. not, you're exposed and, to oh, a lot yeah. of difference. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, community. Oh, I I I love this community. This community is. Is they're always trying to think of things to do to bring more people together, different events. They're always outside the box. Remember I told you a lot of those kids that are coming back here and doing things. Uh, I think there's one floating around now, the Dora. I don't know if you've seen that yet, yes, that is which is that. a great idea about community. Because um, I did a lot of security, like mile music and stuff like that. They have big events and they're very safe and they're big. So things like that could be around here and they're safe and people want to be safe. So I love the community because of that. They're always involved. They're always looking for something different. There's a lot of interesting things starting up. Um, and that's why I said um, when I, on my campaign too was that, you know, we need to appreciate what we have and we need to try and use it more, share it more, develop it more. We don't have to bring something new. We got tons here to make it exciting. Um, I, I would just look at in the last couple of days, and I don't know if you saw my website, but I took pictures of all the different businesses in town. I don't know, 50 of them that I went to and promoted each place, talking about this place. Well, I know that I know that I saw you were everywhere <laughs> there while you were campaigning. Like every time I saw you were popped up or I saw your car somewhere. <laughs> and, and everybody would make a comment on it, which is good. But now at the last couple of days, I've been looking, you know, the Pioneer area, they're starting to dig there. Mm -hmm. The old Miles Kimball building. Yep. I, I, they're doing a lot of building over there. You, it's good to see that. Um, also, too, on the same area, that time, part of town, is um, I think the one along the Pioneer Drive that used to go to the Pioneer. Yep. I think that's going to be the river walk or something. Yep. So they just fun. tore all that up. Yeah. And that's going to be, and they're going to be different. But I mean, to see that apartment buildings are talking about growing. So there's a lot of activity going, um, and there's they're all starting to plan different activities. That's why I was hoping they'll have enough volunteers and people to help out, so that some of these events we had will still continue this year. So, oh, I think so. Uh, this region, um, there's a lot that happens over here, but there's a lot of people over here. Oh, so, yeah. and and, yeah. It's a, and it's a pretty involved community. Um, you know, as someone who's lived over here over 20, mm -hmm. um, 
you know, it's particularly you, you've got a lot of involved people. There's certain things to me that that will push because of the families that live here. Um, things such as the staples of Oshkosh, uh, like uh, Washington Elementary, um, uh, the um, the park, mm-hmm. um, things where neighborhoods are centered around and there's synergy, um, and it'll it'll expand to downtown, no doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just a, yeah. there's a lot over here. Yes. And a lot of people may not even understand, yeah. you know, the why, yeah. um, the amphitheater. I mean, there's a lot packed sure. in this, this oh, yeah. place where they're starting to develop across the bridge. And so I, I, the people are here, their volunteers yeah. will be there. Have you been in that 404? I went Isn't there. Isn't that really cool? That is inside? really cool. Um, yeah. You know, and it's funny, I, I had only been in there one other time, and but I did go there for their grand opening, and I thought that was really sweet. To go downstairs oh. and to stand in the safe, like, that was yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, and that bar back there, and then you're sitting at a table in the back there. I mean, yeah. it's really cool, but you forget about that stuff. And when Johnny Depp did that movie here, you, you kind of missed all that stuff that was here, and it's right there downtown, you know. Yeah. Um, so that, that was an exciting place, so. Well, it's exciting that people are repurposing things and opening it up, and yeah. like uh, they're re- they're breathing life into things that have been here for a long time. Oh. And I, you know, it's the brilliance. Like you don't necessarily re- you don't have to build something new. No, let's no. let's repurpose what's been standing here for a long time and yeah. and give it a new life. Well, that Gibson building, have you been in that one? Too? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, we yeah we had Will Amaker. We had yeah. Will yeah. who's the food and. Um, the food manager, food and drink manager, uh, as one of the guests. And yeah, so I went and checked it out and that place is gorgeous. Oh, it is. And I, did, and of course I go back too far, but that used to be Gibson's there. Oh yeah. And in the corner there, where, that, where the, the main, uh, to the main street is, that's where Mr. Gibson had his office and his dog was there for years, years and years. That was this stable place there. And, but to see it used in a different whole, completely different than what it was meant to be. So it's kind of cool. cool. Yeah. It's an amazing venue. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, and I'm doing all these new venues. That and there's a lot of them around town. That's why I said, you go to different places. It's just cool to see what they've done and the changes. And uh, just even uh, you take Beckett's. Yes. I remember when Park Plaza was here. Yes. You remember that way back? Were you here? Oh yeah. Oh my God. That was, um, that was a uh, first indoor. It was supposed to be indoor, you know, mall. And then the back area, they had it set up where boats would come in. That's where the level went out. Um, they also had the food court. And for me, I nineteen C seventy one, the boys and girls clubs. We had a dance-a-thon there, and inside the, uh, the ballroom, or it's called the city center now, I think. And that you put your hands on. T- and I have a picture at home still with the two people that still live in town. Won the car. They were going to college, and they won the car. Each one won a car from the dance-a-thon. But that was all the things when you look back in 50 some years, it's really exciting what has changed and what's gone and what is still here. Oh yeah. What to appreciate. One of the ones I also like, um, I really like the Howard and I like, and I really appreciate how they repurposed the Howard. I used to live in the building directly across the street, which they tore down now and it's the expansion of the Y. But, uh, I, I love I love those bowling alleys in the basement. Like those are so that's such a good idea what oh, they did yeah. there and um just what that venue became. So like sure. what's being developed over here on this side of town, um, it it blows me away. Yeah. And just the community is growing really big and um and people are giving back to it, which is cool. It's good. Yeah. Yep. All right. So um the Kosh Hidden Gems. Wow. Well, to me, uh, 
again, because I'm part of the farmer's market. I think that's a hidden gem downtown. I mean, again, through the pandemic, it made it through there. Um, and every, it seems like every summer, everyone is eager to get outside. The numbers, 10,000, 15,000, we get such a turn on that. Um, and the, each year, this year, I think uh, Michelle said there's the number of people that want to be a part of it are growing, a lot of them. Yeah. You know, someday they're going to talk about another street because there's, you know, there's 75 other vendors sitting trying to get in there. Um, people love it. when And, and I, I work at every um, uh, Saturday because I'm on the board with them. But it's cool because so many people come from out of town or they're either their students are here or we've never been here. We never heard of this place. How did we miss that? Which is good because it's expanding out and getting people. But it, uh, it, it just picks up momentum. It picked it up during the summer and it picked it up during the winter when everything else was kind of closed. So I think that was probably one of the biggest gems that I, I, I thought that I, I, I look forward to in this town. Um, trying to think of there's so many other things i mean there's so many different people that are gems that are producing stuff you know um our cots program now is coming into town here the warming shelter is developing there's a lot of different things that are that people are are, are available to people which is going to give back to the community um that the leech theater is just amazing there i love going to those concerts that are there all the time i do miss the fourth i used to live down on Merritt by the menominee park I do miss the 4th of July out there, you know, when they used to have that. I know the neighbors, it was kind of not friendly, but I missed that. That was really a great event. Um, uh, 4th of July, the sawdust days, all that stuff was kind of cool. That stuff was good. But I hope they bring it back because I love the fireworks. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know? I want to give send a shout out to Dan and Kim because uh, Dan and Kim used to uh, own one of the uh, big Victorian houses. We were friends with them, and it was over there uh, – Right in the entrance. It was across from the entrance coming in from the side of Menominee Park. And so we could sit on their lawn oh, and yeah. watch the fireworks, and it was just oh. the best. So oh. I do miss that. Oh. Um, I don't know. Is the fireworks – see, I f didn't know if they were going to keep the fireworks where they're currently located because right now they're they're out by the um, audit, uh, the arena, right? Yeah, they were doing something out on the island by Pioneer, but now I don't know if they're going to – because that property is different now. And I feel like uh, – and I – the one thing I heard from people was the people liked the ability to be able to like go park over there and see the fireworks and it was an easy in and out kind of deal where, <laughs> yep. you know, uh, Menominee can be a little twisty turvy oh, yeah. uh, during that uh, 4th of July time period, but it is a, it's an amazing park to spend oh, that day in. Yeah. Yeah. We used to all, in that one area now they it's parking now or it was at one time, but because I lived at 1219, I, Nan Adams used to have the house that was only house in the park by the baseball diamond there. Yes, I know used to be one. the Sharps house for a long time. Water fountain in the back to drink when you played baseball. So everyone went out there, but then it became parking there when, the, I don't know, they decided that there wasn't enough room. That kind of changed. There's still that one house that's still out it's there. It's still there, yeah. yeah. They, they sold it, yeah. But it's just a nice area. And then I think, didn't they, uh, even the... The zoo or the playground got changed again. I, I was there when they, they it, built it. It, it was updated. Updated, yeah. Yeah, it, it's pretty cool. And oh, I, yes. I just, uh, we walk, we walk Bosco, the podcast dog, through there quite a bit. <laughs> oh, and uh, yeah. the, we were there the other weekend. Uh, and, oh, my God, I, yeah. I think there was like 200 kids out there. Oh, they were yeah. just having yeah, a blast. Like, gives them an opportunity, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a no, great, great resource. Um, okay. Um, what's the cash need? What's the kosh need? Now, is that kosh is you or Oshkosh? 
I'm not. And, I, whatever. I'm timber. Oh, you're timber. You're not <laughs> That's right. I'm not the kosh. The okay. kosh is the kosh. Okay. What's uh, the kosh need? Um, I, I guess. Boy, that's a tough one. I got to think of there, but uh, um, I think as per Oshkosh, we we I don't. Th- there's not much here we need. I don't think. I mean, I love what you're doing. I like it to be. You know what you're you're broadcasting. You're bringing more awareness to people. Um, I, I think people need to know more what's going on in town here. You know, in, in my campaign, I went to different doors. A lot of people didn't know certain things or didn't hear it. They don't have a computer, which I don't believe it, or a cell phone or that stuff. So they need to get more of what's happening in town. So it seemed that was a, just a general thing is I don't, I'm not sure I know, or where do you guys put it? Or where do I hear about it? Or where, I mean, people either got to get out of their uh, little dome there or something or get out and find out what's going on, you know? Um, uh, but I mean that—that's to me, um, Oshkosh. I think this this Dora program would be good because it get more attention downtown. Um, um, the uh, the other thing I, I guess I would think it was I, the arena. I love the arena. That's another thing that should get going again. Um, they need to work on that and getting their respect back or trust back. What all they have. But I love the herd, um, that kind of stuff. But. Uh, um, I think just making people more aware of what's really going around and to appreciate what we have. I'm with of. you on that. Um, yeah. It, but I do think, I know we put in a great effort. Shout out to Amy Albright. Uh, yep. She definitely yep. is yep. always working super hard. Um, and her team, an amazing, amazing yep. team. Um, but I do think like uh, just communicating the things, but I think the difficulty is, isn't necessarily that, it doesn't get communicated. It's how you need to communicate because everybody's receiving their information differently. Yeah. Right. Very and true. so yeah. nobody's looking in the same space for right. how they are receiving it. Right. Some people right. are social right. media. Some people right. are still, they need to see it in something like the examiner. Yep. Um, some people, you know, there's so many right. different ways. Like uh, before I feel like in the past, in mm-hmm. the long past yeah. now, yeah. Um, there was only so many ways things were communicated. So everybody was looking in the same spaces. Yep. Now you have a choice on how you want to receive information. And so that makes it harder to market to people and say, this is happening here. Because everybody's not doing it. So, like, if you, the people whose doors you are knocking on and they're saying, we don't have computers and phones um, and everything's getting done on social media, those people are missing a whole lot of the stuff that's getting out there because social media is one of the easiest ways to market right now, you know. And so um, I don't I don't know what the answer is. Um, I do like the idea of some some type of centralized something Mm -hmm. that says, okay, this is what's happening in the cash. You know, yep. and that yep. would be pretty cool. Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, um, one of my friends were talking about, you know, we have the Herald paper, which is really good. Yeah. I love that paper. But uh, an entertainment magazine, uh, something like that. Because, uh, you know, they, uh, and the Herald, I love the Herald. They always put down what the events are. But if advertisers wanted to put an ad there, if you remember, there used to be an entertainer up the valley, so you find out different activities and things going on. Yeah. Um, something like that or... Um, it, there, there's so much going on, you know, and just, it's hard to do, but I mean, social media is the way to go. I mean, that's, that's people, I get so many people, well, I hear about Facebook and I hear about all this stuff. I don't want to be a part of that. I'm not being a part of that, but that's how you find out what's going on. If, if you don't do it, you don't find out, you know, right. you got to uh, be in the middle of that. Stuff. Right. Facebook is what you make it. 
yeah. right? You can turn off or on as many things as you want oh, to. Yes, you can associate yeah. or yeah. unassociate with as many yeah. things as you want to. Uh, yeah. You, if you just want to utilize it as something yeah. to know what's going on locally, you could totally yeah. set it up that oh, way. Yeah. And it's powerful because um, when I started in nineteen or two thousand nine, when I started at Holiday, they told me I couldn't work there unless I knew how to use Facebook. I had no idea. I didn't do it at all. Now I can't get off the thing. I got so many friends and I do so many contacts. But you'd be surprised how many people that New York, California, you know, like your show here, you, people find out and hear about stuff. Um, but you got to be out there. You got to be involved. You can turn it on and off. But you don't have to listen to all the garbage or whatever out there. But you need to be to, to be active, to be yeah. part of a community or be a part of what's going on. You need to know what's going on and you, you do. have to be part of it. That's the, and it's not, it's not, that's not bad. I love doing it. I love promoting the town. I don't have any, I don't, I can't, any, no regrets. None of it. I, you know, you always get that one or person that comes out. Well, what about this part? It's, ah, you're looking at the negative side. Why don't you look at the positive side? Anyone can look at the negative side because everything has a negative, but look at the positive and the positive brings positive, brings more positive, more excitement, more things. And that's what I'm about. Period. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Okay. Well, you know what? Um, I do believe, Oh, one more thing that we have to do. It is time for the naughty slash heroes corner. This is your opportunity uh -huh. to nominate somebody to the naughty, or it doesn't have to be a somebody. It could be an organization. It could be, it can be whatever you make it to be um, to the naughty or heroes corner. So Ralph, what do you got? Well, let's see here for heroes. I, I really got to reach out to Sarah and Kelly. Those two girls ran for the uh, school city council or uh, school council just recently they went through a lot and they worked real hard <clears throat> they went on a bike ride all over the city i don't know if you saw that it was crazy i, I, saw, I saw pictures yeah <laughs> i saw and, pictures uh, i mean they really put their heart and soul into something there uh, you know i mean uh, it was a tough election it had quite a few people came out but I, I give them a lot of credit for what they went through um door knocking to being involved with other groups and communities doing a lot of interviews um but they did a lot of work to get within 60 votes of being there and i hope they 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 taught me a lot because i hung around them a lot we did a lot of stuff together they had a lot of knowledge they have a lot of heart and a lot of feeling um and they just really care about the kids and they care about the school system so i think that was great so i, I reach out to them because they really taught me a lot you know so that was cool Shout out to uh, Sarah because she was a former guest on here. Yeah, so. yeah, and it, uh, she between work and a job, the two of them are different things that are going on, and and uh, to give back to community, and they brought a lot of stuff out because a lot of stuff we didn't know about or didn't have a feeling or didn't know what was going on. So uh, I think that's fresh. That brings the community to be more knowledgeable about what's going on. So those two, I got to give them a lot of credit. They did did a great job. I yeah. hope they run again too. All right. Uh, fair enough. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. All right, and now, now we go on to the good stuff. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. All right, and now. All right, everybody knows this. Uh, that just makes me happy every time we do it. <laughs> it is time for okay. the topic of the week. So, Ralph, this is your opportunity to... Talk about your topic of the week, and your topic of the week is elections. And um, this this was good for me um, because I learned a lot. And I, first of all, if you ever want to run for an office, 
don't be afraid. It's a lot of work, but I would do that again. Um, I, after being in the car business for 50 some years, I felt that a lot of people helped me. They trusted me. I, I dealt with a lot of different situations that I felt it was time to give back. So the election, which I started, oh, I think when uh, John uh, Damo gave me a spot as the human resource board, I learned that back, uh, I think it was in October. So for six months before the election, I learned a lot about what's going on, the money that's being spent in the county. I got to meet a lot of different people. Um, and then with my election, I found out the election process about collecting signatures, going door to door, finding about what the issues are, what people thought. Um, and, and, and the other thing that I got out of the whole thing is that, you know, spring elections are tough ones. They're really tough ones. If there's nothing big on the ballot, they don't show up. They don't get a lot. I mean, I think when I ran in my area, I had like 4,700 people live there. About 3,300 are voters. Um, I think in my election, we had 1,095 voters came out. So that's about a third almost, you know. In the past, they told me well, you'd be lucky to get 10%. So I thought, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm going to knock on 3,500 houses, <laughs> and, and that's all they're going to get, you know. Um, but when you do that, the people, some didn't know what was going on. Some didn't care um, because we really, I don't really vote or that. Um, and when uh, I got to see a lot of different sides of it, you got to see what your competition is, uh, the signs work, but people recognize you, talk about it. And then um, I'm, again, one of 36. So there's 36 different uh, board supervisors. But people say, well, I vote for you, Ralph, but I'm not in your area. Well, that's not the point. The point is there's 36. I wanted people more aware of what was going on. Do you know what the county is? No, nobody did. Do you know who your supervisor is? No, I don't. Do you know what the issues are? No, I don't. So that was big to me that if you run, that you try to get that experience out, get those people to know what's going on. If you get some of that, you did your job is, is what I think, you know. Um, and then after that, um, I got to be with other people because this is the first time in the board that 16 People retired out of the board and replaced it. So our county board got changed a lot. This is, a, this, this is huge. So that is because the people spoke a little bit. People got out of there. There's differences in ideas. So people need to know that, what's going on to get to that. So I encourage you to run because um, a lot of these people that just retired, nobody ever ran against them. So, you know, you, 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 that's apathy again. You know, we were talking about a little before, but when you have half of the board, nobody runs against them. It's just they don't care. They've been there for years. So let them do that. Well, you can't do that. Fresh ideas are good. I think new people coming in, um, I always think, you know, when my term is done, or a couple, three, whatever, it's time for a young person to go in there and find out what's going on. Um, but I think the elections are important. You should get more involved with what's going on. I can't make everyone. You can't make everyone do it because one um, supervisor says, you're not going to make everybody happy and you're not going to get everybody to vote. So don't even try to do that. But for me, I feel if I can get people to listen and wake up and hear and think about something, that's great. Um, and then I even went to uh, the college. We went in there. We had a, they had a seminar of a group there, and we sat around, and all of us went there and talked to them. I wish more would have come out, you know, because in that area, it's a tough one. That's an area for in the college that you could run for a supervisor, and a lot of times there's hardly any votes in there because you don't know who it is, and they, a lot of the students don't live here. They live out of town. Uh, some of them are the first time ever voting, so they weren't really sure. Um, but I, I, I just didn't realize how much there wasn't people – 
thinking about it or getting involved. And I would recommend it to anyone to, to, to learn. You don't have to go years like these guys go now in the 10, 20, 30 years. Um, you could go a couple, four years and, and learn about what's going on. And I think we need to give back. And I, and I would recommend anyone doing that. So, but that's my thought on that. Okay. Um, I agree. Um, I think some people don't either know how to make that happen. Um, you know, it, it might seem, it might seem overwhelming, you know, when you don't know the process, you might say, well, I would run, but I don't know how, like, that's yeah. a big one. Yeah. Like if you don't know the how yeah. it, it, it's a good excuse, right? If right. you yeah. don't know yeah, how, yeah. it's yeah. always a good excuse. So how do you make that happen? Well, the, the 16 that replace them, uh, are all new. They have not been there before. So uh, the thing you do is you go to meetings or you um, you get together with a group with an idea that you have. Uh, that's how we did it. We had a freedom group that we kind of hung around together and, and we learned about what was going on and what the campaign was about. Um, and then from there, you just say, okay, I'm going to do it or not. Then you got to go collect anywhere from, in our areas, 50 to 80 signatures. And that's door knocking to find out, you know, and you'll find out some people had COVID <laughs> wouldn't talk to me. Some people were uh, busy, don't get involved. Um, and a lot of people don't know by you're just signing my papers to get me on the ballot. You're not voting for me. So you have to get that kind of across what your thought is. And then, you know, it's a nonpartisan elections. These are, but you know, people sway one or the other. Our country is split, you know, how it is. So it, the next thing is you got to what your stand is going to be, what your kind of thoughts are, because people want to know, but even to sign your name to put you on the ballot, they want to know about you a little bit. Um, so it just takes, and it really isn't that long. I mean, it's a lot of walking. I mean, you know, I think I figured it like 28 different, 2,800 houses <laughs> I went to, and it was fun. I, I did it, uh, and I liked it. I mean, some didn't come. Some weren't home. During the day, people are working, don't want to talk to you, and that kind of stuff. But every person that talked to you was interesting because they got to know them. And, and for me, that helped me at the end because by doing that extra walking, that got me more votes. Um, but it isn't as hard as you thought. It costs a couple of bucks, again, because you don't get paid for this job. Um, you don't get paid for it. So, and you, uh, you got, you spend less than $2,000 of your own money for signs and literature and things like that. After that, then you get too many parties are giving you money or, or, uh, different, um, groups and that. So you don't want to do that. So you go into little low end, but it's really just your time and getting your word out and your people, um, and getting to know your area. What was the thing you were most surprised by as you knocked on the doors? Um, the people are really nice. They, I was kind of figuring, oh boy, I'm going to get the door slammed in my face. And, you know, some people have that sign there, no soliciting, don't come in. And so, you know, but they were really warm. They, they were really interested to find out because they had no idea. I mean, uh, I think the majority of the houses I did stop at, um, I don't know who's my supervisor now. So it was that way. And then after that, um, it was more the, the health, you know, the health thing was important to them with the pandemic and worried about things like that. And, um, they really didn't know what the county board does. They really don't. They think it's like the city council that does a lot of stuff, but they're different. They're different because we do really the, the uh, county does anything the state doesn't want to do. So they gave it to us and then we administer and keep an eye on it and do that and that kind of stuff. So, but that was the biggest thing that they were really warm because, you know, when you're going out of your box, your area, you know, you're kind of scared like, oh God, I, I never did this before. I mean, but once you do one or two or three, the people are warm and nice and I don't think I got anybody slammed. I had one person that was for the other guy, and that was it. But other than that, pretty much everybody was pretty warm, and I, I, I liked it. And it was fun. 
it really was good exercise too. I'll tell you, I did a lot of walking, but uh, get to see a lot of people and talk to them, get to know your neighbors. Again, it's one of those things, you know, that people need to get out of their house and get to know their neighbors and friends. I do um, think that's important, you know, cause uh, I, uh, I hang around with, uh, I, I help her as uh, Frankie Joe. Uh, I, I mean, uh, Frankie Joe Moscato. I don't know if you know her from American Idol. She, Absolutely. She does the suicide thing there. And she taught me that five or six years ago that, you know, you never, you should get to know people around you. Yes. Because the more you know, because when things happen like that, you know, I, I always feel bad about the suicide thing that, how did it get so far? I mean, how did we not know that he was feeling or she was feeling that bad? Or um, in the car business, I lost a couple of young fellows that were on drugs and, and they went through treatment. I had no idea. They were a good salesman, but I didn't know. And I, I, I just felt I got to get more to know my people around me or my friends because I shouldn't be a surprise. I should kind of know how you're feeling and what's going on. And, and that that's, again, by going to neighbors, getting out of, getting out of your comfort zone to get involved in more stuff that uh, get you closer to what's going on, you know. So I, I just that's important to me. So shout out to Frankie Joe. Yes, I I worked oh. with Frankie Joe. She uh, sung the national anthem for us for a uh, for our uh, our um, our veterans football game at UW Oshkosh. Yeah. So yes, uh, she's a she's she does a, amazing stuff. She know, is a so. very be kind. Be kind. <laughs> she is a great young yeah, lady. Yeah. Yes, no doubt. Yeah. So shout out to Frankie yeah. Joe. Um, okay. Um, See, I'm I'm so curious about this in in some ways because I'm with you. I I would like to see more people go out and run. Um, I think it's important because I, I here's my thing. What I don't want um, is kind of like what we were talking about earlier. I don't want a bunch of the same type of people running, mm-hmm. where it's just all of this type in their right. silos. Right. right. I want every single representative to be different. So there is a diversity of thought mm-hmm. adding to the county or the city board or whatever the situation is, because here's the thing that it, it, somebody who's lived here for 30 years is my fear is Oshkosh has changed, mm-hmm. but who's in power representing these, whether it's county board or city, hasn't. And so if everybody's the same and looking the same and everybody is in their their silos with the same people and the same ideas, those other people, because we're changing, Mm -hmm. as you talked about and you've you've mentioned a number of times now, like people are coming in. Uh, We've been changing for as long as I've ever lived here um, and we're going to continue to change. It's not, you can't put the Jack back in the box. There is no no, going backwards from this point forward. So how do we make sure that we get more variety of voices in these decision-making places, the boards, the processes, um, these councils, that is where I'm like, it needs, that's what we need. Right. Well, we when we were talking about the 16 got changed or replaced now, the the biggest thing that a lot of people that have been on the board for a while or people that had left said, well, we're going to miss out on all this experience. I said, okay, that's great, but change is good, okay? Change is good. Now, with these a lot of these committees they have, you can have a citizen be on there. So now you're not a supervisor or not a council person, but you can be on a board and you can keep your experience still going that way, but... We need to have fresh changes. And I, I tell them all the time, same thing in the car business. You know, there's a certain time you're going to retire and get out of there, whatever business it might be. You're going to get out of there. 
And you should have trained or had other people that you're grooming for that idea. I wasn't feeling bad. The person you're going to go in there is going to do just as good as had different ideas, fresh ideas. So why are you, why be afraid of that? You know, change is good. And we need that change. Cause like, like you said, you get pretty people in their 20 and 30 years and they're just, they're doing it the same way. And yeah, we like what he did. And I like the, the voice and the stuff he does, but it's time to change because you can't keep going that way. Life changes. The city changes. The, people are changing. The world changes. It's changing. So, yeah. like, you can't. And then sometimes you get people that are stubborn. They're stuck in that air, and they're, I don't care what. We're not going to do that. We're not. And you almost have to force them out. I mean, there was one guy, I think, 36 years or 30, whatever it was, he never was opposed. No one ever ran against him, which is great that they had that much confidence in him. But Why? <laughs> I don't understand. So you, you encourage people. And I, I think the biggest thing is for us, if we hadn't had this group, we didn't get to know a lot. So, I mean, it, get into a little political. I mean, everything's political now. You can't get away from it, even though you say it's nonpartisan or you're an independent. It's not true. Um, but just get to some groups. Get to find out what's going on. That doesn't mean you have to go and be like them or vote like them. You just get the information to find out about it. And you got to get out of your box. you got to get out of you know, every one of us does something that, you know, I'm sure when you started doing this, this wasn't a little bit new to you and you were kind of a little nervous or whatever, and you got it and you did it. Oh, oh no, it was brand spanking new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, there was, there was no background. This was, no. oh, Timber, we're going to buy some yeah. podcasting equipment and then we're going to, yeah. we're just going to try to start interviewing people and see how this turns out. Sure. <laughs> and it got it exciting and interesting and now you got it flowing. It works out good yeah, and you got a pet, but you got to do that. And I think people need to get more involved in all that. It's a lot of work. I'm not going to say it's not but the work is good because it's rewarding because you are getting involved you're getting people to know what's going on and the more you get people involved the more they question and i think then i've done my job because it, the more questions the more input the more people are talking about things i did my job and um, i was excited to see the 16 or 17 people i got to know them they're from all different walks of life from young to old to, to being experienced to having some idea and all of us are brand new you know so it's it's a new pattern and things you have to do but um i wouldn't trade for anything I, I i look for it and i would encourage someone else to do that and if you ever want to do it let me know i'd be glad to tell you what which is about all right y'all y'all heard it here straight from ralph if you want to run <laughs> yeah. we're calling we're holding ralph Call accountable right like we're gonna ask ralph how do you make that happen um because i think a lot of it is just um procedural like if you just don't know what to do or who to ask how to do it so yeah. that's a thing so that's yeah. what that's really what i was i was hoping to get from this yeah. i appreciate this appreciate it it's been fun really great time i look forward to this and like i said a, a car salesman i can't keep my mouth shut so Not <laughs> i'm it. always talking all the time but um you deal with people all day you know and and that's don't you know be your personality you know i mean uh i, I just see in so much and and, and uh I'm going to go on again, but yeah. you know, look at everybody's today when everybody walks by you, you know, how many people don't look you really in the eye or they kind of walk by and they look the other way. I say, hi, my wife said, you're going to get in trouble. You can't say hi to all these kids and everything. I always say hi to everybody because you need to be warm. You know, sometimes a smile or a hi makes your day like, you know, grow. You never know. You might've just uh, hit his button or made him happy or, or they'll come back and start talking to you. You said hi to me yesterday or you did this yesterday. We need to get more involved what's going around you. You just can't be in your own little shell. I mean, uh, you just got to be more involved. And so for me, um, I like being out. I like talking to people. Um, I spent lots of time helping people and talking to them. I didn't jam cars down their throat. I tried to help them by it. 
and that's the way it was. And 50 years of that, I'm trying to do the same thing, giving back to people. So, I think you're trying to mess up the flow of the podcast, Ralph. You, <laughs> I'm sorry. you went you went straight to the words of wisdom. <laughs> oh, no, we're gonna come oh, back. Oh, no, no, sorry. that was just yeah. fantastic. Okay. Okay. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. I loved it. Okay. Um, any last things you want to say about your topic or? Um, uh, I guess, and these aren't any of mine, but like I said, be kind is a big one from Frankie Joe. I've learned that and I, I've lived that. Um, listen to people, talk to people, appreciate your community, what you have. Oshkosh has got a lot here. Um, probably the last thing would be to share it. You know, you know something, you know a place that you like to go or you do things, share it with your neighbor or friends. Tell them, hey, you know, this is a good place. And then invite them. Because a lot of times you don't know who's sitting home not having a lot of friends or things are not going good or things are bad. That's so true. I mean, just just, just grab somebody and it's no big thing. Hey, why don't you come on out? We're going to go have a couple of beers. I call them pops, you know, because I'm an old person, not beers, pops. Um, to go out, let's go out and hang out. Let's go and uh, check this place out or go to lunch with me or hang out. Do something different. You can add something to somebody's life. And I do that. I try to do that as much as I can, so. I'm keeping the pops thing. That's so good. All right. All right. We're at the time of the show. We're going to start winding down now. All right, Kosh listeners. Uh, just a few things as always. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I always appreciate the fact that uh, you give us your valuable time and listen. Um, it's the best. I, I, I get so much good feedback when I'm in places and people walk up. And they're just like, oh, the Kosh, yeah, yep, yep. And so I welcome you all. If you would like to be on the Kosh, if you ever want to give us feedback, if you ever want to um, let us know how you feel about the things, don't hesitate. Reach out to us at askthekosh at gmail.com. Once again, that is askthekosh at gmail.com. Check out all our episodes at We Got a Website Now. We've been putting in work, y'all. Um, the website is thekoshpodcast.com. Once again, that is thekoshpodcast.com. And what I want to share with you is, you know, we got Kosh gear. So T-shirts, hats, anybody, they look good. I'm not playing with you. Uh, please uh, reach out to us at askthekosh at gmail.com, and uh, we can make an order happen for you if you would like. I do think... Uh, the Kosh gear is going to be the hot gear for the farmer's market this summer. Oh, I'm calling it out. Oh, there you are. Yeah, right that's there. right. You that, I mean, yes. What's more, what's more Ash Kosh than the Kosh? Nothing. Right there. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yep. You got it head right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and once again, please feel free to reach out to us. We do have a voicemail also. So once again, that is 920-385-929 or 9298. All right. Now, we are rolling into what I will say is by far my favorite time of the show. Ralph, you know what that is? I'm not sure. Let me help you out with that. It is shout-out time. That is right. So, Ralph, what do you got for the shout-outs? Who are you shouting out? Well, I guess I would shout-out to my wife, Vicki Robbie Harrison. She has such a heart for animals. I mean, uh, she's young living oils, she does, but she... we. We've had so many pets, cats, and dogs in our house that we we support the Humane Society. Um, she takes care of them. She'll, any animal that has any kind of an issue, she has a tendency just to bring them back from uh, allergies to losing their fur. 
Um, we've had so many, and uh, but she she has such a heart. I mean, uh, that that lady, <laughs> she'll help anyone and any animal uh, and anything uh, young living or natural oils that she needs. So she does a great job. So okay, anyone else? Oh boy, I got so many. Oh, <laughs> you can just go for it. No, don't don't hold back. Don't go hold for back. it. Okay. If you if you can think of it, go for it. Just oh. take over. Uh, Deb Allison, there's another one she ran. Uh, she was a city council. She does so much for the community. She's on different boards and hangs out and does stuff to help them. That's kind of a cool thing. Uh, I told you about Sarah and Kelly. I mean, I, I, those people, I've learned a lot from them in the year. Uh, Jill, if you've been over to Fox Brewery, Jill had just had a surgery on her, her ankle, but i never seen a person work in a bar so hard in my whole life. She's always going back and forth back. I've known her. Her folks used to own the aquarium, a, a pet store, way, way back. And Ooh, I think I her remember brother, that place. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but she works so hard and she does a lot of stuff. So she's kind of a, a cool person. But if you get in there, say hi to her. Um, she's always at the bar during the day, Monday through Friday at Vertel. So, so that's, a, that's a good one. I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, I'm still always trying to promote the arena. So try to, try to do the arena. That's such a great place to have. Um, they've gone through different things the last couple of years. But the herd, herd basketball. Boy, was that a great season again this year? Oh, yes. We just missed it, you know, and now the Bucks are going. So, I mean, there's a lot of opportunity there. So, uh, again, stuff around that we have, we should appreciate. Absolutely. Love it. Okay, my shout-outs for this week. This week's shout-outs. Uh, I just went to a scholarship banquet for Casa Hispana. So, big shout-out to Casa Hispana. Um it's amazing what you're doing. Uh, you've been in a community, I believe it's 30 years uh, strong, um, giving these scholarships to these uh, young Latinx uh, individuals, helping them go to school. Uh, y'all just do great work. So I appreciate all y'all out there. Uh, special shouts out to Myra, Adriana, and Emily, uh, all associated with me. And big shout out to AJ Miller and Wibick. Um, I got in, I did an interview earlier this week and, um, Hey Jay, you were just such a good interviewer. So I appreciate that. You, you allowed me to sound intelligent, <laughs> so, you know, sometimes you need a good interviewer to, to, to help with the flow of the words. So, uh, you were fantastic and I appreciate the way that you handled the interview. Um, big shout out to Tom Cannon once again for, uh, hooking us up with that poem, the Kosh. Um, it'll be published uh, out there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I always appreciate when I, when I kind of pick on people on the show and they actually follow up and do the things. So then it's like, Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Um, big shout out to Emmett for letting me come in and talk to your, um, your, um, memorials, conflict and memorials class, uh, as, as, a, uh, somebody that has served, uh, I love, love doing that, talking to the students. Um, they ask such good questions. So any connections where we can connect with our young people and, um, share our experiences with them, only help them have better experiences is how my, my feeling is. And then, Last but definitely not least, shout out to, yes, y'all, I found a new church. My new church is Jensen's. Jensen's is my place. I am a big shout out to Scotty out there behind the bar. You are the man of men and gentlemen and the rest of the team over there, Travis. Appreciate you and and the, the servers and the cooks. 
Um, it's just a great squad. So I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying going and visiting Jensen's. Yeah. Ralph, you may not know it. Ralph's looking at me like that don't sound like a church to me, no, but, uh, I know where that, Jensen's is, but that church, that yeah, me no, off. no, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a, it's a reference of what we call our drinking establishments, our libation uh, holes. We call uh, them the churches because they, in a lot of ways they serve the same purpose. Once you're yeah. in the congregation and you know, the people, <laughs> right. yeah, um, sure. they yeah. support you. I, I've yeah. seen many, yeah. many, um, churches support their their congregation very well when families got sick that yeah, your bar oh yeah. family knows you oh yeah, yeah they know you really really yeah, well when yeah. you're part of that so i've been looking for a new one since my old one closed down shout out to cranky pats um oh, okay that was my spot and oh. uh, that was the that was the former church family and uh okay. so now we we've been looking for a new one for some time but jensen's jensen's oh, is meeting the call oh, yes all right so on to the final, final segment, and the final segment is parting words wisdom, and we give you a choice, so you get two things, or you can do both. Uh, you can either give us parting words of wisdom, or you can, what would your self today tell your 12-year-old self? Wow, that's a heavy stuff there, okay? I- you know yeah. what? Well, you know what? We're looking for. We're trying to get the wisdom out here. Every gotcha. guest yep. has wisdom, and uh-huh. we want to share that with the Kosh listeners. I guess uh, for the twelve-year-old, I would tell him just keep. There's any dream you want to do, you got to be able to do it. Anything you're interested in, you should learn and try to get as much experience and try everything you can. Um, I think uh, if I would look it over again, I would. Uh, I would play more sports, <laughs> but now when you get older, your body takes a pretty good beating. So get as much done before as you can and have as much fun and enjoy that sports and activities and getting to know life and getting more involved. Um, I probably would have done more stuff earlier. Um, uh, just watch out, um, uh, just work hard. Uh, and today learn as much as you can, because as you, the more you can learn, the better opportunities you're going to have as you get going. A lot of times you don't realize that, um, I, I sat in a room where guys were talking about 401ks and retirement plans and stuff like that. And they like were glassy eyed. They had no idea what we were talking about. So learn as much as you can find out about different things because as your life goes, they'll be important to you later on through your life. And the way you are and the way you act is the way you're, that's your appearance. That's what you are. Agreed. That was really good. Yeah. You have a good time? Okay. I love it. I love the studio. It's great to be here. It was fun, relaxed. And again, another one of those things outside your box, but it's kind of what you made it really relaxing. Thanks a lot. Appreciate that. Thank you for being here. Akash.